0: Welcome to the CanoeRaceWorld.com podcast, your home for everything related to marathon canoe racing. Now, it's time to get your paddles wet with your hosts, Kevin Olson
1: and Bill Mahaffey. Take it away, boys. Welcome back, race fans, to another episode of the Canoe Race World podcast. I'm here today joined with my co-host, Ryan Matthews. Ryan, how are we doing today?
2: I'm doing excellent today, Bill. How about yourself?
1: Good, man. Good. Here we are doing a show without Kevin and Rebecca. So you're going to have to carry me, right? You're going to have <laughs> to carry me. I'll do my best. Awesome, sir. Awesome. Well, we have a couple of very, very uh, VIP guests in the, ep- in the episode today. We are joined with the General Clinton champions, Mike Davis and Steve Lejeune, Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Bill. How's it going? Thanks. Good, good. It's going great. It's going great. Um, Congratulations, fellas, on your win. I'm pretty sure everybody knows who you are. So to get you on here, uh, it it really means a lot. Uh, We appreciate it very much. Ryan, give us a quick rundown on the statistical relevance of this General Clinton and the champions that we have here.
2: Alrighty. Uh, Well, this was Steve's 56th Top ten in the uh, triple crown races with in his thirty third win, and his eleventh General Clinton win. It was Mike's first General Clinton win, first triple crown win, and his twenty third triple crown top ten. We've had ninety seven different paddlers. We've had ninety seven different paddlers win a triple crown race since uh, the uh, classic was founded in nineteen thirty four. That's a pretty impressive stat considering the thousands of paddlers who have competed in those races.
1: Yeah, right on. So Mike is the 97th?
2: Mike's the 97th.
1: We're going to have to remember that cuz someday that's going to be on Jeopardy. It's going to be a Jeopardy questions. <laughs> yeah, they'll have a, the new race will have its own category. That's that's right, man. Hey, it's good to have goals and that's mine. We're going to make it happen. So <laughs> Hey, guys, if you could give us a real quick like backstory on how this partnership happened like we've all heard it was a like a last minute thing we've heard rebecca's perspective this that and the other which she had a fantastic race as well but how how did the partnership happen how did you guys get connected for the general clinton
0: uh steve's begged me for years to race so you know i finally threw him a bone But <laughs> <laughs> no i'm kidding uh what do you, you got what do you got steve
3: Oh, I mean, uh, was actually, uh, waiting for, uh, we we're going to Canton with, with a guy from Quebec that, uh, finally injured himself just before the race. So, uh, before, uh, in Florida, Mike and I, uh, we talked about maybe trying to race this year cause we felt like the boat was moving good and everything. So, and I said, there was still a possibility that I would need a partner for Cooperstown. And, uh. So I guess I, as soon as I knew uh, I, I, I ran out of partner, I called him up and uh, we tried to make things happen. So I was pretty happy that uh, he was able to uh, race with me and uh, that Rebecca was uh, was good to to let him go. I guess uh, <laughs> lost a good partner. So, but I, I that was uh, really nice for me. All that training, not uh, for uh, for nothing, you know. So uh, that's pretty much what happened. I, I think anyway. Uh, what about uh, you think uh, mike
0: um yeah like steve and i paddled every year in florida and you know we've always been fast but uh i think we just like yeah like in florida this year we really seem to match up well like you said and uh yeah i think uh, like we talked about it and it was a possibility so right then rebecca was like well you know you can give me the pitch if it works out for you guys to go and so yeah you know we just kept in touch and you know knew it was a possibility so just uh left left the door open you know until until uh the entries were final you know
2: <laughs> that's really interesting really interesting um a little bit of a question here. Uh, how how did your uh, Clinton go exactly? Were there any moments that stood out in your mind during the race? Um,
0: for me, I mean, uh, I think I kept uh, real cool up until the race. And then like the morning of, you know, we woke up, ate breakfast <laughs> and got down to the start. And from there, time just seemed just to like fly by and uh, say, you know, uh, getting to the start line, the nerves really hit like right before the race. And, uh, that stuck out to me a lot, but, um, and then, yeah, just, uh, as far as the race itself, uh, for me, uh, we just, uh, went out and kept cool and, uh, just, uh, everything came together just so, so, um, say there is no uh really uh huge um things that necessarily made or break our race i think just uh when you just race a calm and smart
2: race it all came together just right how about for you steve was there any moments that stuck out in your mind
3: i don't know did we lose Steve? Yeah, my network was really bad. So I, <laughs> sorry guys, but I I didn't hear a thing. But now I'm back. So I guess, I don't know if you asked me something.
1: Uh, I don't know if you hear me good. Yep, we got you loud and clear. Okay, I,
3: I missed uh, pretty much all Mike said. So sorry guys.
1: <laughs> totally okay. Uh, okay sorry i don't know i just just no anyway yep so so yep ryan just asked you know how the how the clinton went moments any moments that stood out in you guys's minds um obviously a, a great magician never reveals his tricks and, and you're one of the greatest but was there anything that just stood out um about this race uh
3: no i mean uh We, because it was our first uh, real big race together with a long distance like this, uh, we kind of made different plans and we we decided to try to, uh, like, like, go somehow hard on the start, but we felt like the boat was not exactly going perfectly. So we said, you know, we'll take time and make sure we match better and get the timing right. We ate and... You know, uh, tried to relax as much as we could and we, we know it's kind of starting back. At Goodyear Lake and then Onyenta and made sure that we were uh, ready for those parts and. Uh, I mean, uh, Mike was really great at putting the right effort at the right time and uh, that's all we, we got going. I mean, it sounds like the plan that we made.
1: Was good, so nothing to say about that you know yeah i would i would definitely say it was good absolutely so um what's it gentlemen what's your favorite or or least favorite part of the of the cooperstown race course like what's your what's your favorite or your your least favorite
0: oh shoot i like i really like the spots where gets uh you know real hard um and it's easy to you know take time on easier to take time on people if you're feeling good you know like steve said you know uh, like a little bit below good here and like right around Oniana and stuff where the water's moving fast but you know you got to take just those right lines and hit all the channels right and stuff but, um, I'd say my least favorite part is coming off of that lake, man, it gets hard when you've been sprinting all the way across that lake. And then you got to try and, uh, try and, uh, get some more energy to sprint into the canal too, when it, uh, that, the bottom comes up and it gets real sucky and yeah, you have to, after you've been sprinting for what seems to be about 20 minutes, you got to
1: find a way to get that boat going again, but yeah it's a, it's a much longer sprint than i think a lot of people realize uh present company included as well when kevin and i were talking about his race and getting ready for the c1 we actually google earthed it to like measure it out from the starting point to the channel there and i was whoa yeah that's a, that's a long sprint Yeah. how about you steve
3: long. yeah i mean yep. uh, pretty much same as uh, mike i mean it, it's it's like it's one of these things that um it's uh the the parts you like is the one that are really hard that you can make up time, but at the same time is the one you you hate the most, you know, so it's a kind of a, a like and hate feeling about those stretches, but um so no particular ones really, but it's it's always pretty tough and uh, so. I like when it's uh, shallow, so I guess that all the shallow parts is, is what I like the most. And and maybe the stretch from um, maybe after 45 minutes, an hour till Goodyear Lake is kind of boring. So but then in a pack, it's good. It felt good this year because it was really easy. So so that's kind of uh, my parts anyway.
1: And members, we
2: I remember seeing a video of you guys you were running in a pack, it looked like a four boats. Uh, were you able to lose some teams in that in that shallow section? Um
0: we so it was funny because we were supposed to get our pit about ten minutes before that spot. And uh shout out to Trevor LaFever. We got to uh the trailer park there before Portlandville and it, he wasn't even in the water, so he says, "I'll get you guys down at Portlandville." Well, we didn't, we didn't like freak out. we were, but in my head, I was like, "He's not gonna make it there." It's maybe ten minutes paddling. He's got to still. He, he had the boat off, so we had to reload it and unload it again. So we actually we got to the bridge there, and uh, we got our pit. So we were in that pack, and that corner's coming up right after we got our pit. So we were a few boats back um so we actually came up from the back of the pack through it um amazingly enough it just like worked out just so that um the like boat on the far left picked it up and the other teams on the right kind of like blew out on their waves so we like snuck right back up in there and the pack did break up but um you know it it all came back together on the lake like pretty shortly after, but, um, yeah, so I I wouldn't say we really lost anybody, there was, you know, maybe a team or two that were stuck, like, on the stern waves going into the portage because of it, but.
2: You guys definitely ended with a uh, heck of a sprint, putting on an almost six-minute margin of victory in the last, what, hour and a half, two hours?
3: Yeah, probably two hours, I guess, eh, Mike? Yeah, uh, pretty solid two, uh, two hours wells bridge
0: yeah yeah right at wells bridge it was uh definitely wasn't sure if that was uh going into it wasn't sure if that's where it was gonna break or not but i was glad it did but also kind of dreading it because i knew we had a long way to go to try and keep that but we were fortunate enough uh we really got the boat going good down there so it uh worked out just
3: all right for us see Mike for me it was a a, a pretty close finish just kidding. Not, not not a close finish for second place but for to go all the way to the end it was only two hours I'm used to like eight or 15 so it's not too bad yeah no no just, just kidding just kidding uh, guys uh,
0: no know, it's uh, true though I know it's uh it, that was... it's
3: always hard when you people don't realize but once you get the the breakaway, there's no turning back you know so it's like you go and hopefully you make it to the finish but you never really know that you're gonna make it it's like even i mean i mean maybe mike can tell more but even like we're almost to sydney which was like half hour and we probably had like four minutes there four and a half maybe five and we're kind of gaining all the way all the time every time we get a split we were gaining some and. But we're still trying to to keep going and keep going and keep going because you never know, you know, so you might die or something or break the boat or so it's it's not an easy task. So uh, Mike again was uh, real nice and real good, <laughs> uh, strong all the way down. So it was uh, it was good.
0: Yeah, and that was kind of the fun of it, too, was like we got that first gap and uh you know the first real gap we had had all race and then uh just like going each time we saw our pit crew that gap grew so you're like like once you get so far away you're like okay i can probably back it down a little bit but at the same time you're like how far can we you know
1: go so yeah, yeah i, I gotta ask like and, i i mean steve's been there this is number 33 micus is number one like what's going through your mind at that point? Like I can back it down. No, I better go like, yeah. Are you asking me? Yeah. Yep. Oh no, there's, there's no backing
0: it down when uh, you have Steve in your boat. You, you, you know, you, you really want to keep it going, you know, and just uh, when, when it's like I said, when it's feeling that good, you just keep doing that. Cause I've, I mean, I've done, you know, I've, my first triple crown win, but I've been in a lot of like MCRA races where you get that gap and you kind of get in like that lull. And then once like, if you, that gap closes, you can't get it back again. So like, yeah, I knew, at least knew when we started getting that gap, you have to keep, keep it on. Cause if you get like too comfortable, it's hard to get going again. So you, you don't want right. to give that team that hope there at the end. I agree.
2: The the General Clinton, you know, it's it's a long race, but it's still short enough where, you know, it's hard to make up for mistakes or, um, you know, getting letting that team get that hope and, you know, being able to drop them again for sure. So, Mike, you were you were mentioning your feeds and this is probably a good segue into that. If you don't mind, you know, revealing uh, how many feeds did you take and and what kind of nutrition and, and stuff did you have during the race?
0: oh we took five feeds is that correct steve i think so yeah like, uh, um so yeah um and i you know they probably worked out to like every hour and 15 minutes roughly i would guess i'm don't the math probably doesn't come out properly with the the time of the race but that's just a rough estimate but um yeah so every hour and 15 i'd get a liter and a half jug um probably could have done with liters but uh yeah i just uh each pit you know i try to drink about at least half of my bottle which i like to drink uh the efs um electrolyte drink um and then about every other feed i would get a 20 ounce bottle of Spiz, which was uh which was um what am I trying to think? Introduced to me by the uh, Texas paddling community. Um, I got. I, I was just
1: introduced to the spiz literally this yeah. weekend. Well, no, down in Texas too, but literally this weekend, Chase had some. What flavor did you have? Did you have the chocolate or? I had vanilla.
0: I okay. found out today that, uh, which uh, this isn't my opinion. I this came from a very trusted uh, Texas paddler, Cecily, that <laughs> the vanilla is trash. And chocolate is way better, so I guess I will have to try the chocolate. Time to step. I, up I love the game. vanilla though. So, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know, I so I drink about roughly twenty ounces of that every couple hours, and uh, then if I felt like my stomach was getting hungry, I like to have a Uncrustable tried and true. <laughs> oh, 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 love the uncrossable. I think man. I ate about one and a half throughout the race, but maybe not. Okay. Any. But uh, yeah, that's as far as my race
2: nutrition goes. Oh,
0: and of course, you know, I fuel on, uh, well, not gooze but uh, the CIS, SIS energy gels.
3: But. How about for you, Steve? Uh, I mean, obviously, same bits, right? And uh, <laughs> I pretty go on Gatorade, Gatorade and water. Uh, so... It's uh, pretty much what I take and perpetuum every bit. And uh, I do tape a few goose in the boat if needed. Sometimes I don't have many, but uh, this time maybe I had uh, maybe three goose going
1: down and uh, it's
3: pretty much it, you know.
1: Okay, right on. Do you have a, a flavor of choice for the Gatorade? I uh, know I go
3: with like the blue or I guess blue or purple, but anything I can find is good. I I, I take like um uh half Gatorade, red half water and sometimes I take only one wa- only waters. So makes me feel better and uh, yeah that's pretty much it.
1: Sure. Good,
3: good. Easy guy hey, what's to go a- with
1: yeah I guess that nothing special at least you're not I gotta have my spiz
3: that's
0: yeah over time I've just learned like if you keep your feeds as simple as possible, less can get messed up too, and then nobody has to be mad because something was wrong
1: so <laughs> yeah yeah I'm not sure if you guys have experienced it, but the greatest thing ever is like being in the middle of a race and having a paddler like yelling for the most obscure thing to their feed team, and it's like, why did you have to do that to your feeders?
0: Well, like uh like a McDonald's cheeseburger at Wells Bridge. Yeah. I did I, I did that in uh, I think it was 2017 when Rebecca and I raced the
2: Clinton. Huh, but did you my, really?
0: My pick crew got it to me, so
2: yeah. It seems oddly specific too, <laughs> like just an yeah. oddly specific craving big mcdonald's fan
0: I'm, a, I'm there's never a time i'm not craving mcdonald's Ryan. <laughs>
2: oh
0: and Crustables,
2: right yeah
3: that mcdonald thing cheeseburger thing is a Bow guy i think <laughs> 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 maybe that's just why
0: i'm
1: a Bow guy <laughs>
3: yeah
1: it's awesome uh, well hey guys what's your just like, what's your overall favorite canoe race like if you had to pick one race that you could say is just like your favorite one it doesn't have to be a triple crown just anywhere
0: Oh man, well, yeah, well now my favorite race is the John Clinton, right? <laughs> but uh, obviously, <laughs> yeah, I, no, but um, I think the classic is probably my favorite race, uh, out there. Just I love the big water. You know, the rough days are the better. Rapids are terrifying, but a lot of fun. Um, yeah, just a lot of different uh tactics than. Uh, general clinton or uh, the marathon so that's uh yeah that's my favorite race mm. pretty yeah, easily me, really
3: yeah for me would be uh it used to be like the classic because it's uh i mean around here and uh, that's how i start you know the paddling to complete shawinigan but for some reason maybe in the last uh, few years uh Buzz doesn't seem to be around, you know, the buzz, you know. So, uh, and I think uh, that the marathon, since like a good 10 years, is really improving and uh, seems like there's uh, energy in um, grilling and uh, Skoda. And so I, I would have to say that right now, uh, the marathon is my favorite one. Plus, I mean, still, even if you win it, it's still like uh you're happy to be able to finish it which is not the same for the classic anymore uh because of the shorter days so so that would be it for me
2: excellent excellent it's it's uh it's cool to hear that you guys like all the triple crown races in their own specific ways
3: Yeah, it's, uh, same for The Clinton you know if I can say I mean we used to go there With like 30 hours so As you would uh, uh, Understand it wasn't My favorite for a while Since uh, I couldn't follow (laughs) I can imagine I couldn't couldn't follow hardly anybody you know We were just surviving Some paddling you know So but since uh, Maybe like in the 2000, when I we start to train for it, uh, I, I like it. I mean, I like the the low water, uh, especially like this year. So, so they all have something different, I guess. But uh, right now would be the marathon. But you know,
2: hard right. to say. So, uh, kind of transitioning here. What what piece of advice would you have for uh, up up and comers or uh, future paddlers? For me i mean say just
0: get out and go and do your best to find out where the groups of paddlers are and where they're going um you know they're always like paddling community is a really uh open group and uh very i have always found it to be inclusive even when i very first started paddling you know i mean i was really motivated like i said to get out and find where everyone was that's how you figure it out and you know it'll take a while for them to you know for everyone to warm up to you just you're a new person and this already like formed a group of people but over time you'll you know get accepted into the group of paddlers and uh, I guess just the best way is to get out around other people and learn from them if uh, if you can and just be willing to take uh, advice and any tips that anybody with any experience may give
3: and for me i would say for any sports i mean is basically to have fun like you know spending time doing that sport so same thing for canoeing i always enjoy canoeing so it's the first step of it and then once you 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 i would think that when you start uh training more and getting a little better and want to improve is I think you need to be patient, which is usually not a not our strongest, uh, you know, uh, uh, part. So um, because people seem to be trying to start paddling, you know, and they get pretty good. And they think that uh, training twice would be twice as much would but uh, would will result in a, a twice better result, but it doesn't work like that. So it takes many years to get good. So that would be my advice. Paddle, paddle, paddle and be patient, race and learn the things. And once you get a good partner, you're ready for it. So yeah, And have fun. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And have <laughs> yeah. fun. Yep. Enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy. The, enjoy paddling.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you don't enjoy paddling, it will not be any fun because we spend so much time on on the water. I mean, if you're not gonna have fun, just find something else. I mean, it's not gonna be fun at all.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's 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 great advice. It really is. Um, it, yeah, coming from you guys at the top of the game. Um, my son, like this weekend like, oh, Mike Davis, just asked for my hot fries. He my, he's the, the biggest <laughs> Mike Davis fanboy you could ever imagine. Uh, but I, th- I think you guys both offered some really good advice there. And the biggest thing that I tell him when he paddles is have fun and just enjoy paddling, man. Just enjoy paddling. So, um, how did you guys get into, speaking of which we'll just segue, how did you guys get into racing? Like, what was your biggest influences on your racing careers?
3: Uh, for me, I mean, my my dad was racing, he's from again, so he has always been, uh, like, racing, not top level, but uh, always was pretty good at the Classic, you know. So that's how I started uh, watching him and wanted to, to, to race, and my brother was pretty good, too, so we all paddled at, at home, so I was actually… Uh, Really looking forward to start racing, and I needed to wait because I was, like, uh, probably not even 100 pounds. And I'm still pretty pretty light, but I was even too light, so I, we had to put, like, a seat on top of the gunnels in the back, so put a rock, in, and then when there's, there was a portage, we needed to put a rock at the, the end of it so we could <laughs> trim again, you know, so it was fun, I mean, and, and we'd finish last, you know, like dead last or second to last, and
1: we we just kept paddling, you know. That's all it started. That's that's awesome. And how old were you at that at that point? Uh, like I start, I raced a win again
3: at fourteen, but I maybe started racing the year before, and maybe another race the year before that, but like. Like, doing, like, the, like, a normal season without all the triple crown, but, like, training and doing showing again uh, was 14. Wow.
2: Wow. Yeah, that, that story there about putting the rock in the boat reminds me the first time I ever paddled with my dad. I've, I've got quite a big weight uh, advantage on him, so we had to ballast the boat a few different ways to <laughs> get it to trim
3: yeah that's
2: funny <coughs> how about for you mike
3: oh
0: yeah just uh you know i think i moved uh to the grayling area when i was 13 or so and i you know watched the marathon the first time that summer that i lived there and i was like right then i was kind of hooked on the race i didn't know you know i didn't know there is any other canoe race out there so just uh when uh me and my friend, Ryan Foguth, uh, finally graduated high school and he uh, he saved up some money for a canoe and we hadn't planned on necessarily racing together, but it just worked out that uh, in 2010, we got, you know, we're able to get out and start racing and uh, yeah, we just, like I said, we were really uh, motivated to do it. We were uh, having a lot of fun training for it and, uh, meeting all the new people and, uh, just kind of the more races we did more we stuck with it, you know, remember looking like, uh, at the old MCRA forums when we (laughs) first figured we were, he was buying a canoe, looking for canoe paddles and, you know, other people to go out and train with. And yeah, we, uh, we, uh, used all of the information we had to our advantage to, uh, figure out the right people to get in contact with and it uh, all worked out just fine
2: hey, i remember that 2010 marathon the, the last i saw of you during that race was uh you passing me at penrods
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was uh it was kind of a unreal race like ryan and i we had done a bunch of uh mcra races and we were finishing really well in all of them you know for our first full season of racing and uh but we were still fully prepared for like to be like trying to make the cuts in the marathon and stuff you know like probably being mid-pack or so which like we would have been ecstatic with and it just happened like we felt really good the entire race just uh and even came on towards the end you know <laughs> So yeah. that was like uh we had a very positive first uh, marathon experience and when it uh when everything goes as well as it did for us i think it's uh easy to uh really take to something like that
1: easy to get hooked right
0: yeah
1: mm. right on Wait, thank thank you guys very much for coming on. Uh, we appreciate your time very very much. Um, do you have any sponsors? Anybody that you guys want to thank? Uh, sponsors, family, friends, anybody like that?
0: Oh yeah, always have to thank uh, thank um, the family. You know, like Rebecca, Bruce, Roxanne, um, my mom Michelle, and my stepdad Jay. You know, they've pitted me for ever in the marathon and um yeah i think uh gotta thank uh racing equipment for uh all of uh their promotion uh for the sport and uh you know keeping the paddles readily available for everyone easily to access and um i'd say uh, 98.5 um radio station for the marathon um they do a great job of promoting the marathon and making the whole uh, Osaba River Canoe Marathon experience uh, seem like a really big deal, you know, a big event.
2: Well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, but <laughs> like they—it it makes
0: it. It's uh, since they've gotten into the whole uh, whole uh, deal. It seems like uh, there's been a lot more emphasis on, uh, you know, just a lot more seemingly information out but
1: fantastic promoters yeah, of the sport exactly. promoters of the event yes yes, yes. a lot yep. of
3: promotion yeah I, I can't say much more he eh? said it all i guess in my family too but uh, yeah impossible without the the family with all the time we spend in the water my kids you know and uh, wife and uh, my family when we started Want to thank them for sure, and like you said, uh, Zavral and uh, 985. I think the 985 is um, is really putting uh, efforts and a lot of good promotion and uh, creating the buzz. That is uh, what we kind of want, you know. That's what we're we're looking for, and really is really helping a lot of uh, paddlers and we out of town paddlers uh, finding. some money you know and a place to stay and anything so it's really nice so i really appreciate and uh, thanks to you guys too for putting this up and promoting uh, canoeing so uh, anytime i'm uh, willing to help you guys out if you want to talk again i'll uh, be more than happy to do it for you guys
1: absolutely well thank you uh thanks to the audience thanks to all the listeners out there um Stay tuned, because I think the next episode after this is going to be some race recaps. We'll have Rebecca on with some of those. Uh, But until then, keep paddling, everyone. Have a wonderful day, and keep paddling.
0: Thank you for listening to the CanoeraceWorld.com podcast, where we love marathon canoe racing and aren't afraid to say it. Be sure to visit the website at CanoeraceWorld.com, and don't forget to support our sponsors, who make this whole thing possible. Until next time, keep paddling.